the Murder Minute podcast contains depictions of real-life true crime stories. Some details may be disturbing, and listener discretion is advised. This is Murder Minute. I'm your host, Mrs. Smitty, and today is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Today on Murder Minute, I'm bringing you the story of a young woman who committed an unthinkable crime nearly 30 years ago. But first, your true crime headlines. Three men in Georgia were convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery as he jogged through their neighborhood in February of 2020. 35-year-old Travis McMichael, his 65-year-old father Gregory McMichael, and their neighbor, 52-year-old William Roddy Bryan, were each found guilty of some or all of the charges against them, which included felony murder, malice murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and others. Each of them face a mandatory sentence of life in prison, but it will be left to the judge to determine if they will be eligible for parole or not. After the verdict, the men's attorneys stated that they intend to appeal. The three are also facing federal hate crime charges for Arbery's killing, and they are scheduled to stand trial for those in February. The sex trafficking trial of Ghislaine Maxwell is underway in a federal courtroom in New York. The 59-year-old socialite was the longtime associate of Jeffrey Epstein, who died by suicide in August 2019 as he was awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. The charges against Maxwell stem from the allegations of four women who say that she and Epstein victimized them as teens from 1994 to 2004. Maxwell's attorneys argue that she was Epstein's pawn, while prosecutors characterize her as central to Epstein's sexual abuse scheme. Maxwell faces up to 35 years in prison if she is convicted. A donation from a Las Vegas resident funded advanced DNA testing, which cracked open a 42-year-old cold case murder. In January of 1979, 16-year-old Kimberly Bryant disappeared on her way home from school. Her body was found several weeks later in a desert area outside of the city. She had been sexually assaulted, and investigators were able to recover DNA evidence from the scene, but they were unable to identify a suspect. After the financial donation from Las Vegas resident Justin Wu, police were able to send the DNA sample to a Texas-based forensic lab who identified the suspect as Johnny Blake Peterson. Peterson was 19 at the time of Bryant's murder. He died in 1993, having never been a suspect in the case. Those were this week's true crime headlines. For more true crime headlines, follow me on Instagram at Murder Minute and on TikTok at True Crime Headlines. If you know of a true crime story or a headline that you think I should cover on the podcast, please reach out by message and let me know. After this break, I'll be back with my main story. Mrs. Smitty here. Did you know that cats are carnivores that need lots of meat? I didn't know that leading cat food brands are often filled with fillers, grains, and very little protein. That's why I switched to Cat Person Cat Food. It's everything my cat needs to stay happy and healthy. High quality, high protein meals delivered right to my door. And they'll do the same for you. If you order your starter box today, I've arranged for Cat Person to provide an exclusive offer of nearly 50% off just for my listeners. Cat Person is protein packed, 50% more than industry standards, 
and only uses wholesome ingredients. The food is grain-free and low-carb, so there's no room for the unnecessary fillers you may find in other brands that can cause digestive problems for your kitty. Cat Person delivers delicious, nutritious, and high-quality cat food right to your door. You'll never run out or have to settle for what's in stock at your local store. The meal plans are fully customized for your cat and perfect for cats of all ages. There are 16 easy-to-serve wet food varieties and three different dry foods, so you'll be sure to find the combinations your cat will love. My cat loves the turkey and chicken wet food and the turkey and duck dry food. They always ship for free with the meal plan. You won't believe all that's included in your starter box. Listen to this. You get 10 cups of wet food, one two-pound bag of dry food, plus an entire set of serving spoons. I'm gonna do that again. Listen to this. You won't believe all that's included in your starter box. Listen to this. 10 cups of wet food, one two-pound bag of dry food, plus an entire set of serving spoons, silicone lids, and a scooper. And Cat Person offers a 30-day money-back guarantee on your custom plan if your cat doesn't love Cat Person. No questions asked. We opened the box and my cat tried the turkey and chicken wet food and could not get enough. Uh, went looking for the lid, the can, uh, just absolutely devoured it. Uh, his coat looks so shiny and wonderful already after just about a week on the food. Um, and, you know, he, he just seems to have so much more energy. So uh, he's a big fan. And so am I. It's such a great deal. Uh, you and your cat are going to love Cat Person as much as we do. Go to catperson.com slash murder minute and use code murder minute to save nearly 50% off your starter box with free shipping. That's catperson.com slash murder minute code murder minute and get nearly 50% off your starter box with free shipping. One more time. It's catperson.com slash murder minute and use the code murder minute. Hey, murder minute listeners. It's me, Mrs. Smitty here to tell you about the awesome new sunglasses I got from Warby Parker. Warby Parker is an amazing company committed to offering boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. They offer exceptional vision care in stores and online, offering eye exams, contact lenses, eyeglasses, and sunglasses. You can finally put the money in your FSA or HSA to good use on some high quality, stylish eyewear from Warby Parker. The glasses start at just $95, including prescription lenses. And the coolest part for me is their free home try-on program. It's so simple and so much fun. I went to their website and took the quiz, which helped me narrow down the style of sunglasses that I wanted to try. I chose five pairs for my home try-on kit, and I decided to be adventurous, choosing sort of a variety of shapes and frames, uh, things that I wouldn't normally wear. They even offer narrow and wide choices in many of the styles, which is super helpful for someone like me with kind of a big head. In just a couple of days, my home try-on kit arrived. I spent a couple of days with the frames, seeing which ones were the most comfortable, getting opinions from my family and friends, and deciding which ones were the most my style. Finally, I settled on two pairs of gorgeous sunglasses that were exactly what I was looking for. And then I put all five pairs back in the box and shipped them back to Warby Parker using the prepaid shipping label that was included in my home try-on kit. 
and then I went to their website and placed my order. Soon enough, my new sunglasses arrived, and they are by far the nicest sunglasses I've ever owned. I love them so much. The process was super easy and so much fun. I've been getting tons of compliments on my new glasses, and I'm already thinking about ordering some more. You can order your own home try-on kit for free at warbyparker.com slash murder minute. That's warbyparker.com slash murder minute. On October 25th, 1994, in the mill town of Union, South Carolina, a young mother named Susan Smith called police to report that she had been carjacked by an African-American man who drove away with her two little boys still in the car. What followed was an intensive, heavily publicized investigation and a nationwide search for three-year-old Michael and 14-month-old Alex. Over the next days, police searched high and low for Susan's missing children, the car, and the man who had carjacked Susan and taken her little boys. During those days, a tearful Smith gave numerous television interviews pleading for the safe return of her children, often with her husband David by her side. As the search for Michael and Alex continued with no sign of the missing boys, no sign of Susan's car, and no sign of the mystery man, investigators started to wonder if Susan's story was actually true. It would later emerge that investigators had been suspicious of Susan's story from the very beginning. From the second day of the investigation, the authorities suspected that she knew more than she was telling them. One of the primary reasons for this had to do with her story about where she was carjacked. The particular red light on Highway 49, where she said she had been stopped, is only triggered by opposing traffic, meaning that the light would only turn red if a car approached the intersection from the other direction. According to her, there were no other cars around when she was carjacked, so there would be no reason for her car to have been stopped at this intersection. While police suspected that Susan knew where the boys were, they held out some hope that they might still be alive. Susan had taken a polygraph test, along with her husband David, two days after the boys disappeared. The results were inconclusive, but investigators did believe that the polygraph indicated that she was lying when she said she didn't know where her children were. Susan was polygraphed during subsequent interviews with investigators, and she failed that question every single time. For nine days, the investigation lingered on, and hope continued to fade that Alex and Michael would be found alive. Finally, on November 3rd, Union County Sheriff Howard Wells confronted Susan about the big lie in her story about the carjacking. Sheriff Wells told Susan that he knew her children hadn't been taken in the intersection as she had described because his deputies were working surveillance at the intersection that night the night that Susan alleged that she had been carjacked. Now the sheriff was lying. His deputies hadn't been there, but Susan fell into his trap and she burst into hysterical tears. She asked the sheriff to join her in prayer, which she then followed by a full confession. In spoken and written statements, Susan described how she had released the parking brake on her Mazda and allowed the car to roll down a ramp into John D. Long Lake with Alex and Michael still inside the car. After her confession, police searched the lake and found Susan's car submerged in the water about 60 feet from the shore, 
Alex and Michael's bodies were still strapped into their car seats in the back seat. The same day, Susan Smith was charged with first-degree murder. Susan's trial would shed some light on the possible motive for her heinous crime. It turns out that there was a man at the center of all this. At the time of her son's murders, Susan Smith was estranged from her husband, David, the father of Alex and Michael. During that time, she was having an affair with a businessman named Tom Findlay. According to Susan, she wanted to get more serious with Findlay, but he said that he didn't want to have any children. At her trial, her defense team claimed that Susan had dependent personality disorder and severe depression, and that her need for a relationship with Findlay compelled her to commit the crime. Tom Finley testified at Susan's trial. In his testimony, he described Susan as mentally unstable and characterized his relationship with Susan as sort of a friends with benefits arrangement, which he never intended to progress beyond that. In July of 1995, Susan was convicted of the murders of her children and sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 30 years. But her story doesn't end there. During her time behind bars, Susan was caught twice having sexual relationships with two different prison officials, one a corrections officer and the other a prison captain in 2000 and 2001. Both officers were fired as a result of these indiscretions. In the years between 2010 and 2015, Susan got in trouble five more times for using drugs, self-harm, and other infractions. Since 2015, she's stayed mostly out of trouble, and in 2024, she will become eligible for parole. For a live discussion of this week's episode, join me Thursday, December 2nd at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. We'll talk about this week's true crime headlines, details from our main story, and updates on previous week's headlines. Click the link in the episode description to download the Stereo app and come join in the discussion. For even more true crime headlines, download the Murder Minute app from the App Store or Google Play Store today. To connect with me on social media, find me on Instagram at Murder Minute and on TikTok at True Crime Headlines. Until next week, I'm Mrs. Smitty, and this has been your Murder Minute.